Welcome, True Believer readers, to another exciting podcast of Let's Read Spider-Man. I'm James B. here with Eddie. And we're going to talk about two issues that both involve one of our villains we've already met, and that's Doc Ock. All right. I know you have some stuff to say, but let me get back and uh, start our little recap, and you can jump in when we need you to, because we're going to talk about Turning Point featuring the return of Dr. Octopus again. The very inconsistent titles where sometimes they're just the enforcers and sometimes they're subtitles. But in this this issue here, Eddie, Peter's missing Betty Brant. Um, And then he hears on the radio that Doc Ock is going to be released. Um, (laughs) So uh, he's got a plan. He's going to go plant a a homing device on Doc Ock, but instead he ends up having to throw it onto uh, onto a car. Um, that picks him up, and it's Betty Brant that's um, that's driving. Uh, Eddie uh, Doc Ock is uh, Doc Ock's back. He he's here, and he's 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 very vengeful against Spider-Man all throughout um, both this comic and the future. It's remarkable how much vengeance he is trying to achieve um, in this this comic. He's a tough guy. He's trying to find his way out too, back on top. Yeah, and right after Spider-Man throws the homing device, there's some. There's some really well-written, you know, Stan Lee lines. Um, if, if you could help me out, it's at the top of page five. It's right after he throws the homing device. Do you see it? Yeah, yeah. And so, unaware of the strange object on top of the car, Betty Brant drives off into the night with her sinister passenger. As our little cast of characters come closer to their date with destiny. Oh, man. I, I, good... I, I loved it. <laughs> I, it goes so well with the um, artistry in that panel. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to say um, that, and I, and because you're talking about the artistry, that when you know when they do the open uh, splash page, which I didn't talk about, they have the like, you know, when they're talking about the the none but Stanley could have written this epic tale, none but Steve Ditko could have drawn this <laughs> gripping scenes. This is lettered by S. Rosen. That's all he gets. So when they did the next one, I noticed that the the Artie Semic got like a better like. Hey, you know, you got like a little bit of a, a flair, and I actually looked, and I actually noticed a distinct difference in the, in the lettering. I was like, these really? guys letter differently, and I only brought that up because you brought up the the artwork here. But yeah, but let's we're we're, we're getting a little bit uh, off track. Let, we got to find out what happens here, and of course, right. you know, with our especially with our uh, heading towards this date with destiny. Hey, Eddie, we learned that Betty Brand has a brother, Bennett Brandt, keeping with this whole you know Peter Parker, <laughs> Bruce Banner, yeah. Doctor Doom nonsense. Um, he's a lawyer for mobster Blackie Gak- Gaxton, and Doc Ock is supposed to break Blackie out of jail in exchange for a debt owed by Bennett. Um, Doc Ock will get paid a hundred k, which I took the time to check it for us, eight hundred and seventy-five thousand in tw- two thousand twenty-one dollars to break this dude out of jail. All the characters end up in a boat where Betty's brother Bennett uh, ends up taking a fatal bullet. Uh, Doc Ock double crosses Blackie. He uh, eventually escapes. Uh, Betty initially blames Spider-Man for her brother's death. In the end, um, understands it's not his fault. Um, but then she claims she would she would not rather see Spider-Man. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I mean, I want to go back to the fact that Doc get, Doc Ock gets released. He's been a model prisoner. This is the second time Doc, you know, the Vulture got released. He got released early for being a model prisoner. Like, take a look at Doc Ock. I mean, does he look does he look like he's gonna be fine when he gets on the outside? Like, and why can these guys? 
they only seem to be able to behave when they're in prison. As soon as they get out of prison, back to back to doing their thing. Well, it shouldn't be, be hard for him to land a good job. I mean, so you know, it, he's just as long as he keeps his nose clean. Super versatile, I guess, with his with his arms. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't like how the warden's like. We can't do anything. He's going to get out now. Get out of my office the same way you came here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spider Man is the real threat. Let's go, Spider Man. Well, Spider Man is trying to tell him how to do his job. He's like, hey, uh, you need to keep him behind bars. I, I represent. I know better. You yeah, know? it's an intense. It's an intense panel for me. It's like the second or third time kind of a, fig, a figure of authority has been approached with a very stern reply. I, I remember the principal, the Sandman asking the principal for a diploma, and the principal's like, no, we can't do that for you. Well, principal, I mean, diplomas are only earned, so. Well, I, I don't, I know we have another issue to talk about, but I'm just going to throw this down real quick and say, I think this might be my favorite issue thus wow. far. I think it's that strong. I think this has, like, has everything in it there's not a there's not a lot of wasted the fights yeah the fights are there but there's not a lot of wasted stuff everything's got something going on uh i i just think it's really good i, re- I really liked it so but I, I also really enjoyed it too particularly the fact that betty's like she ends up kind of seesawing around on how she feels about spider-man poor betty all the way through too she's really caught in the middle of a bunch of different stuff but but do what else I really like is I really like that we have a new sponsor this week. Our last sponsor um, is no longer with us. Um, I'll have to talk to you about that later. They were not Bye. happy with some things Bye. you say. Um, but Eddie, um, I don't know how, how your situation is financially these days. Um, sometimes you have a debt you need to pay off. Uh, the greatest personal loan helps you reach your financial goal, whether it's funding a large expense or just paying off gambling debt. <laughs> Uh, at Gaxton Loan Sharks, uh, Blackie Gaxton is offering loans from 16 to 28% with no credit checks. I repeat, no credit checks. Uh, Nerd Wallet recently rated Gaxton a five star. Uh, you can check out their coupon on Groupon and save 5% off your loan. That's Gaxton Loan Sharks. So, Eddie. <laughs> Of course, Gaxton Lone Sharks is a good place to go. I would never want to go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you've considered needing, you know, you want to want to take out a loan. And I know you're, you know, if you're buying some stuff for your house. Um, yeah, they, uh, I will. They're East I will Coast. Not, they're East I will Coast. Not, not be speaking an ill word about Blackie Gaxton's loans because I, I don't. I need to keep I, I need to keep that company on on my good side. They, I think they from have all the evidence we have so far. Yeah, they they have a lot of liquid assets. They seem to have n- no cash flow problems. It seems they can just <laughs> so they are they're a good strong company. All right, let's talk about our other issue here, and that would Ooh. be a slightly different one. This one, issue twelve, is the cover title sets going to be called "Unmasked by Doctor Octopus," and it shows everybody staring at Peter's face. And then it says, the latest, greatest, spectacular, not a dream, not an imaginary tale, which is what usually happens on, like, all the Superman books. Everything you see is just, like, fake. But this is going to really happen when you turn the page. It says, it's, unmasked by Dr. Octopus. Is this really going to happen, Eddie? What do got, you think? It's, it's got to be the best cover that we have had so far. I Like, it's it's really going to happen. It's really going to happen. That that's That's how I felt about it. But I was interested to see how... 
Peter Parker's going to get out of this one. Yeah, and Doc, Doc Ock, by super appropriate, he's got uh, using two of his extra arms to hold Peter's arms, one to hold his leg, and then one to rip off the mask, which is really <laughs> um, So Peter is uh, sick as usual. There's always somebody sick in this yeah. family. Um, and he's waiting at home for Doc Ock and Betty, basically, both to kind of return to New York because he can't just travel around. Um, Doc Ock is kind of using Betty... As a pawn to capture Spider-Man, as uh, J. Jonah Jameson and Peter uh, get involved in this whole mess as well, Peter's supposed to photograph a battle, which is going to be hard because it's supposed to be Peter um, versus, uh, I'm sorry, Spider-Man At versus Doc Ock. Yes, he's supposed yeah. to be there. This is always a problem, like, you know, but he's been recruited to be there the same way he was, same problem he had with the lizard last time. Um, Peter shows up, but he's all sick, and Doc Ock defeats him and just like the cover shows he unmasks him eddie believing that he couldn't be spider-man cause it's such a pathetic fight because peter was, yeah. you know, had that virus and um and uh betty and jj watch and eddie yeah he's he's unmasked what, what did you uh did you remember this when you read it or I had mean, you what were you thinking no i did not remember this although it's peter or i should say spider-man does appear without a mask on periodically throughout these comics but this is i mean for me this is like this is this is great great writing and great everything all about spider-man that he's like totally exposed and the the scene where he gets unmasked it's just a it's really well done where he's like ah it can't be this puny <laughs> hero i mean even when flash thompson's not calling him puny parker doc ock refers to him as the puny hero poor poor peter parker all the way around but and, and actually if you allow me just to read that panel and i'm going to have to add like a, a bracket of one of the things that the cop is implying because <laughs> there's four people that speak and doc ock says like i should have known it isn't spider-man it's that weakling brat, Peter Parker, as if he like has a relationship with this guy already. And then Betty replies, Peter, he did it for me. Oh, he he might have been killed. That's appropriate. Yeah. And then J. Jonah says, the fool, I ordered him to take pictures of Octopus, not try to be a hero. And that's uh, probably he's still scolding him for not doing his job appropriately. And then, the, and then there's a cop there, like there was on the cover, the cop says... <laughs> to Jameson, you mean you knew Octopus was here? Like, wait a second, like, you, this was all like a setup? Like, what's, it's, the cop's not happy with him. He gives him another couple panels later, he gives him a whole, choose, choose him out, so. I, I might go on record for saying that is the best panel thus far out of these 12 Spider-Mans that we've read through and gone through. I think so. It's, it's strong, although I do like sometimes when, uh, when when Flash is getting well, get into with Peter. Sometimes those are good. Um, let's let's uh, give me a moment to to move on the story because we we barely touched it. But uh, your good friend, Doctor Bromwell. There he is Dr. again. Yeah, he he has one hey. un uncredited scene in the background, but you know, good old Forest Hills Hospital, former sponsor of ours, um, tells Aunt May he'll be fine in a day. Of course, you know, and Liz Allen suddenly becomes infatuated with Peter's bravery, which is always good comedy that, you know, that all of a sudden she completely ignores Flash, who we, I never know if they're really a dating or boyfriend-girlfriend. What do you think? You, you know, this I, I mean, she, like, refers to him as her ex-boyfriend. I'm curious if that is, like, on the spot. She's like, ex-boyfriend, now you're my ex-boyfriend. Or she's referring to him like they had broken up a while ago, which which makes it even more interesting because Flash is, like, Still trying to go on a date with uh, Liz Allen later on, and yes, throughout. They're, they're, they do have plans later as as an ex. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so she's infatuated with Peter, which, you know, she had been infatuated with Spider-Man recently, remember? Because he saved her. Now she's considering Peter again, which is interesting. Doc Ock throws a tantrum, by the way, after being made a fool of. <laughs> uh, for four pages, Eddie, he releases wild animals, he, setting up the he, Jumanji movie in the middle of the book. <laughs> and then he breaks the city like a spoiled brat. While the police do the, uh, the police do the, like, move along, nothing to see here, Regina. I don't know what we have to talk about that. Yes, yes. That's a great, so, so great that panel. So, so this is page 14. Um, uh. at the beginning of page 14, there's only five panels. The first one, Spider-Man is catching a gorilla, and he's lowering down, and the cops are sort of, like, assisting. And I have, to, I don't want to ruin, I know you've got your uh, quotes later. I don't know if we're going to use one of them here, because there's a couple <laughs> here. But he says, boy, that Spider-Man is a poor man's Frank Buck. So uh, he throws that one up. But we'll, 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 and then, and then we'll skip the third one for a minute. At the end, there's a sign that says, lead it, Inc. And Doc Ock is just tears the sign off. He says, Spider-Man better show up soon. I it's, can't stay ahead of the police forever. This will show this to me. I'm not fooling. I'll throw this sign. And then Spider-Man shows up to save the sign from crashing down. But it's that middle panel where... Um, <laughs> Eddie, do you, you have it in front of you? Uh, yeah, I got it. I mean, it's I can remember it, too. The cop, the cop is total Officer Barbrady from South Park here. He, he, he doesn't quite say there's nothing to see here move along, but boy, it's really close. You want to read it? Uh, yeah, he, I mean, Doc Ock is flipping over a car. Great, great uh, uh, wings on the back of that car too. Yes, you yes. Know, is, ooh, nice looking. And there's a police officer with his hands up, <laughs> looking very calm. Back, everyone, back. No need for alarm. We'll handle this. Clear the streets. <laughs> no need for alarm. Doc Ock is flipping over. I mean, it's like this feisty yeah. toddler with yeah. octopus arms running there, around right now. There is at least. Two people in in what you could consider mortal danger in the shot too. There's a guy underneath Doc Ock's, um, you know, his left back um, leg, and then there's a guy coming out of the pink car, which is you know about to be crushed. You know, there's, are... there's a gorilla like at least a street over that's just been captured by the police. I mean, what a day to be in the city. Yeah, just you know, no need for alarm. There was there's a fierce battle. Uh, it leads to Doc Ock being trapped in a fire. Spider-Man is inspired uh, by by you, Eddie, so he cleverly uses his webs to escape. I'm sure you'll bring up that if yeah. you want. And then um, Doc Ock is, uh, you know, he's recaptured, and he has this, like, little smart aleck thing that when these guys are always captured, they say something. Uh, Peter blows off Liz Allen, who at the end agrees that, like, she kind of deserves it because she's always been kind of mean to peter she's like yeah you know what he blew me off but i probably deserve it. i'm kind of a jerk to him most of the time and then the story ends by like telling telling the reader like hey by the way we want to let you know everything's great it's it says first luckily i had the automatic shutter of my camera working during my fight with doc ock so old tightwad jameson paid me a bundle for the pics yes sirree <laughs> things are sure looking up for my favorite couple of guys namely me so he's he's letting us know uh, you know what didn't happen but hey audience right. i mean who else is he talking to and then at the end it says fool you you didn't think we were going to have a, a happy ending like that huh you you know and and because usually you know things don't work yeah, out for peter yeah. so uh so Sam. I'm sure you, I'm sure you want to talk about that last panel. 
it's 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 a great panel. I mean, I know you said the the previous comic you really enjoyed. I I really enjoyed like the premise of this whole comic and how it kind of played out. But both the storyline from the previous comic and this comic is great. And then to have it end on a high note for Peter Parker slash Spider Man. It's I mean Doc Ock's back in jail. Liz Allen's like, hey Peter, what are you doing? And then like Flash is upset about this because Liz Allen's giving Peter Parker. It, it really he really isn't like. Like he got paid a whole bunch from J. Jonah Jameson. He's in, he's in really good shape. And so it it's a great way to end kind of just unexpectedly since it's usually, usually, right? We, we thought we had the formula down. It always ends with like Peter or Spider-Man being super sad for some reason or another. Down, just like unlucky, it always seems at the end. And so. and and Stan knows that, and that's why he threw this this yeah. like haha fooled you, fooled you, eh? I um I will comment one thing here after reading this issue. Um, at this moment in time, uh, Doc Ock after 12 issues, uh, un- to me, number one with a bullet, he's the number one villain against Spider-Man now. Now he did some silly things, but I think of like this is his arch nemesis. It's not the Vulture. Yeah. It's definitely not the Lizard. You know, um, the Lizard's still in Florida. Who knows where the li- like <laughs> Lizard's far away. Oh, I mean the Lizard. I mean Doc Ock probably will go down as like the second biggest. You know, uh, enemy of Spider-Man. Yeah. But at this moment, you know, I know that you like the Tinkerer and the Chameleon, <laughs> and I know you're gonna tell don't, me don't later about Montana. <laughs> oh well, hey, he's. I will take the living brain over Montana. Let's just go. But um, Eddie, um, I, only thing I wanted to ask you about is, did you have any data references for us today? Our lives aren't worth a plugged nickel. I mean, I had heard this before. Do, do you know plugged nickel, James B? Did you see this one? I do not. It, it is it is where a nickel has been hollowed out from the center, thereby decreasing the metal content and the value of the nickel. I mean, I I, I had you know I, I was interested in that one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say one more instead of an insult. You're whistling into the dark, Spider-Man, is what Doc Ock says to him. To I, to which I was like, I mean, this is a great, particularly in the middle of a battle, to think of Doc Ock coming up with this. And this, James B, any any ideas about this one? I I, I do not. Someone who's being very—they're they're seemingly brave, although that they, although they are very nervous. You know, like you're walking through like a dark area and you're pretending to be confident. Okay. Oh, I thought it's a great line, actually, too. What about you, James B? Any of them? Um, I had just—I uh, had, you know, there's—I—I I always notice the people. You know, the the, the three. The, there's I, three different people between Billy Graham, yeah, uh, Frank Buck, and there's one more he throws. I know Frank, Frank Buck. Buck. It, Frank Buck is a. Uh, a movie uh he does movies about like uh he's essentially craven the hunter you know he's he's a animal oh. hunter and he and he, yeah. stuff like that so that's what that was for that's why he said hmm. he's regular frank buck he captures animals oh so, i see oh that but, works out well yeah so, so i mean this and that's an older reference like i believe that gentleman had already passed away like 10 years oh 10 years before this comic was even written so he was like <laughs> he was referring to like you know it's like referring to tarzan or something in the past um eddie huh. we have we have some extra time today and uh there's a rumor going around that you have a yeah. game you'd like to play. So it's all, we're only at 20 minutes. We usually like to keep this under 30 minutes. So you got five or 10 minutes. And, all right. Uh, let's do something. Now, all right. I, I feel like I need some 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 game show game show music. Uh, I hope you're gonna you're gonna be the one playing the game, James B. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I, I I'm terrible off the cuff. Let's see if I can change that. 
Well, it doesn't matter whether win or lose, terrible, good, whatever. And I, I've tried to cue you up here for some some really easy starts because I was afraid, as stated before, James is a good gamer. Um, I was afraid you're just going to roll right on through my game. But here we go, James B. So here's the idea. I'm going to ask you about something. And you're going to try to figure out how many, like, if it, you don't have to figure out the actual number of times something happened. And when I say this, this is, has to do with issues 1 through 10 only. I didn't include today's issues because I know, like, we read them and whatever. But I included just issues 1 through 10. Okay. And you're going to have to, you're going to, have to figure out... Um, whether something happened more times than something else. Okay, all right, once we start it. the game. I understand. All right, all right here we yes. go. So, we'll, we'll start off really easy here. James B., more or less than zero times, how many times did J, J. Jonah Jameson appear with no pants on? <laughs> more or less than zero? Uh, I know Spider-Man uh, <laughs> shot some webs, and he, and he sat on it, and uh, so at least, <laughs> at least once he was not wearing his pants. So I'll That's say more right. than zero. Yes. Well, done. we're out of applause. I did. I'm gonna to have to do some game show music too. One at one time, J. Jonah Jameson appears without pants on. All right. So now, you're gonna to have to tell me if this happened more or less times than one time. All right. The number of times someone appears with purple in their outfit, um, between you know comics one in one and ten, is it more or less than one times? Um, I. I I do know that there are some people that definitely wear uh, purple. It's the it's the other color besides green that people wear that aren't Spider-Man. So I'm going to say yeah. it's more than one for sure. Yeah, there you go. 312 times. It's it's one of my favorite. I find it very striking to have people appear in. The, and I'm we're going to reference darkish purple. Montana appears in a lightish purple. Crusher Hogan, by the way, has his purple wrestling briefs on. And JJJ and Aunt May, they often appear in purple. All right, we're Wait, going for the next. Did you just ask me a question if it was greater than one? And the answer was 312. That's right, 312. So you, right. you've, did, you've done very well so far. you got okay. 10 more to go. All right, All right. we'll see I, if you can get... I, I'd the like the diff step. Hopefully the difficulty gets a little harder. Difficulty could... gets slightly harder. Here. Okay. Okay, all right. J.J. Jonah Jameson talks a lot throughout issues 1 through 10. How many times does he speak in sentences that end with an exclamation point? Is it more or less than 312 times? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I don't think Jane Jonesson appears 312 times. Um, I'm gonna say it is less well done, James B. The number of sentences, and I'm talking about individual sentences, 225 sentences. In fact. J. Jonah Jameson almost only uses exclamation points. He never uses a single period. If you can find a period anyone at the end of a sentence, I would really like to know about that all throughout this. All right, we got to move on here. Okay, so 225 is the number we're talking about. All right, here's the next one. Spider-Man makes his webbing into a lot of different things. Is it more or less than 225 times? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hung up on the fact that every sentence J. Jonah Jameson ever says it is always he's an intense man. <laughs> is all exclamation points. That's that's something I'm gonna have to look at more closely. Well, he he ends in triple periods and question marks sometimes and two slashes. Okay, every all right. So you're asking me. We're still pretty easy here. I'm gonna say less. You are correct. Well done, James B. The number of times, and I'm talking unique things Spider-Man makes his webbing into, and you all know how much I like Spider-Man yes. weaving his web into whatever, is actually 14 times. So a big okay. drop-off there from 225 times, James B. All right, so here we go. Now, how many times does Spider-Man appear without his mask on? Is it more or less than 14 times? Now, you're saying this is Spider-Man Spider wearing... So, 
Yes. He's got... So Peter Parker has the Spider-Man suit on. I, I know when his mask gets damaged, there's at least a half dozen pages right pictures right there. So I'm going to say it's more than 14. Very good, James B. It is actually 26 times that Spider-Man does not have his mask on. So Peter Parker has the outfit on, like the Spider-Man outfit, uh, but there's no mask accompanying that outfit. So it, the number is 26. Does the Human Torch appear, or Johnny Storm, Human Torch or Johnny Storm, appear more or less than 26 times? Oh, that's... Uh, I'm taking the over. I'm saying it's more because Human Torch is is basically the co-star of this that, issue of this book. It, he he's a pretty popular guy, but you have guessed correctly once again, James B. It's 34 times actually, mm-hmm. 34 panels that the Human Torch appears in throughout issues one through ten. All right, so the number is 34. All right, here's the next question I have: Infantrymen, generals, any military, U.S. military personnel, do they appear more or less times than 34 times? through issues 1 through 10. James Wow. I, I, I have to be honest. I don't recall the military just even being in issues. They, like they never, I, I barely we, see the police doing anything useful. So We're, uh, we're counting Amazing Fantasy 15, and I guess I should also well, say... Well, you know, too. I would just say I, I, I don't recall them. So, you know, the military, I, I'll say, I'll take the under. I'll say less. Oh, all right. Well done, James B. It's actually 16 times that the military appear... <laughs> Here's my next question. Peter Parker often holds a test tube. Peter Parker or Spider-Man, more or less times than 16, holding a test tube between issues 1 and 10 and Amazing Fantasy 15. (laughs) Yes, yes, I I understand. So, Uh, boy, early on, all he does is is test tubes. And then when he has to, I mean, the issue with the lizard alone, he he probably is mixing things there. Uh, It's a close one. I'm going to go less. I'm going to go less. James B, an expert. This was what I was worried about. Well done. Peter Parker or Spider-Man appears 12 times. Let me be clear here, everyone. This is to the best of my ability to go through the comics and kind of look throughout. So I encourage anyone to write in and tell me about how I didn't count enough test tubes holding. But 12 test tubes Peter or Spider-Man are holding throughout issues 1 to 10 or Amazing Fantasy 15. All right, James B, you're getting very close. You're, you're, there's only two, three more, three more levels that you can go up here to complete my game. <laughs> The number. All right. So here's the next one. Is the number of times that Spider-Man uses his spider light more or less than 12 times? I am a big fan of the spider light. I I, I do <laughs> we like. Had a, to, we had a, we couldn't figure out the spider light. Uh, I do not like too long ago. I do like to track the spider light. This is this is tight. Oh boy, what a great question. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think it's. I think it's I think it's less. I think it's I think it's less. You think it's less less times that yep. Spider-Man has held had used the spider light. Yep. You James B, you are incorrect. The spider light has been used in 13 panels. No, I'll grant it. It was very close. The number was 12, and the spider light was actually used 13 times between issues one to ten. And well, there's no spider light in Amazing Fantasy. It made the Amazing Fantasy to start off. So, James B., you came very close to having a clean sweep the first time around. This gives me a good gauge for the future. And for you listeners, I hope you played along out there. Um, 13 times for the spider light. You want to hear the last two, James B.? Do you, want to, do you want to save them for a future game, or do you want to? Uh, I, I think we. I think I gotta use the All right, let's, future just, issues. Let's so. go quick again for the listeners. They don't yes. want to. This is a long yeah, podcast. Know. The number of the number of punches that Spider-Man throws and hit a person hits a person in the face uh, more or and, less than thirteen. Uh, I'll say or twelve. Or, I'm gonna say yeah. more. You're gonna say more. 
Um, it's and then it's actually less. Spider-Man barely ever punches anyone in the face. Twelve times. I couldn't believe this. Spider-Man is getting hit in the face often, but there's a lot of punches. And my last one is, they really like helicopters. Do hel- how many helicopters do you think appear? More or less than twelve, James B. Um, different <laughs> helicopters or scenes with helicopters? Scenes with helicopters. Jeez, there's a lot I... of vulture flying around. Yeah, um, I do know that Doc Ock was carried around by helicopter, but I know you're not counting those. Uh, I'll just say less. Uh, it ends up being more 15 times, actually. Right, so look, when, it, when, I'm off, when, you, when, I, when I'm losing the 12, 13, 15 thing. It's so. hard. I know. Right. Well intended. It's really it's it's a roll of the dice there towards the end. But even the enforcers have a helicopter. I'm amazed at how many people just have helicopters. I'm amazed that you counted around. how many exclamation points there were in the J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> that was my longest one for sure. I I'm that's crazy. Um, well, what I wouldn't do for the listeners. That what I wouldn't do. <laughs> and what I'm going to do for the listeners is, is, is wrap this up quickly because I don't want to get our <laughs> podcast over 30 minutes and. Uh, so for everybody who made it through the game, thank you so much. Uh, once again, I am James B., and our Game Master today was... Eddie! Thank you for listening to Let's Read Spider-Man. Hopefully uh, you could send us your feedback on that crazy game to letsreadspiderman <laughs> at gmail.com. And remember, folks, if you do a major crime, you can get out pretty early with good behavior. We'll see you next time. Uh, please write to us at letsreadspiderman.com. And that's not the name let, of our... That's, that's not our... Let, that's not, hold on. Let's read Spider-Man at <laughs> gmail.com, James B. That's what I just said. <laughs> Edit The magic of editing. Also, thank you for the free game show style music made available on youtube.com. Shout out to YouTube user Mad Moments Go whose name is Colin Thompson. Thank you so much.